Hello and welcome. This is IED Sports Day. We're talking about Major League Soccer. We're making predictions for Decision Day and running over news and notes from the week. Alex, all the pomp and fanfare from Halloween is over. We are back to our regularly mm. scheduled programming here talking Major League Soccer. Decision Day is coming up. That is the last day of Major League Soccer of the regular season. We have a few teams that are still uncertain. We're going to talk about their playoff hopes in just a little bit. But let's get to a little bit of news, Alex. Sure. The New England Revolution unveiled their new logo. I really am interested because we haven't talked about this off the air but I really want to know what you think about it. I pulled it up on screen for those of you who are watching on YouTube right now. I really love the logo. I think it has a classy uh, England kind of vibe. It has, you know, 1996 across the front. Looks like a, almost like a rose across the center. A cursive R with a slash through it. That is not crossing out the R. That is like a sash, like on a winning soccer uniform. It says New England Revolution. And it is a, a darker navy blue and a more of a crimson red than we may be used to a white circle logo with all that going on. Alex, I'm really interested in thinking what you think about this logo. I think they're the last team from 96 that really has to change their logo or they colors are. or anything. So whatever you change it to, it isn't like Chicago Fire like you did a good job. I mean, I'm not in advertising. I mean, you know, that's not the career choice you took, but these MLS teams, this Chicago Fire New England Revolution, I, I need someone to explain to me why you release new logos in, I don't know, three-fourths into the season, one week left in a regular Before season. Before playoffs. I, 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 would it be better to release in the offseason to drum up ticket sales and drum up a buzz of the team to like sell in the some new jerseys alex yeah like two months before the season starts like you know started new year right around christmas where you, all of a sudden wow christmas sales i'm going to start releasing new stuff for all the new, you know the new fans are going to yeah. start buying stuff for their loved ones that are fans or i don't know maybe i'm wrong but i think i'm right in this situation i don't get it why they release it when they do but chicago fire did a better job with their the last logo rebrand good yes. job and i do like this i mean eh i Yes and no, I do like it. Compared to what they had, it's better. Yes. Now, you know, the, 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 the I don't get the slash going through the R. It's like a, it's like a sash. Winning teams have a sash, like the Galaxy uh, have on their uniforms uh, for all those years. I, I, like, that, I think the R would be better if they just the circle just rid of the the sash. But that's me. You know, I, I'm hard to please sometimes. When when I look at this logo, the the only criticism I've gotten, and I love the colors, the darker navy blue with the crimson red, the only people who are bashing the logo that I hear are ones who are bashing it, not for the reason that they don't like the logo, but because they're mad that the last original 96 logo is gone. That's not really a good reason for me. And That was terrible I, I like, logo. I'm just glad they didn't change your name to like New England City FC. <laughs> New England City FC, yes. Or something, you know, or... Uh, New England, I don't know, something entered New England or something, you know, in, dumb. in MLF. Like, keep the keep the revolution, you know. I, I like it. That's that's a good thing. And the rebrand is good. Now all you gotta do is find a stadium down in South Boston. You got a home run there, Kraft. Now that's that's the hardest part. Now that you know, the, the, he's got to he's got to they got to do something. They can't continue to be playing at a football stadium in New England. It's, they got to do something. I know real estate's hard to find, just like the New York City can't find a team for them. New England's got to do something. They've been there way too long. 
if it's if it's got to be outside of Foxborough somewhere, build it there. But they got to build a stadium for this team. I mean, they're look how great they are this year. They deserve better. They need a better. They need a soccer specific stadium, training grounds, the whole nine yards. Well, this is step one. So let's hope for that for them in the near future. The U.S. roster for the World Cup has come out today. That is Friday, uh, Thursday. What day say Thursday, November fourth. And we are going to talk about that during our next scheduled episode. There's no reason to rush into it because we're talking Major League Soccer decision day today. So let's get into some of those playoff scenarios, Alex. Sure. Here's a table of the Eastern Conference for those of you watching us on YouTube. A couple things that we want to talk about. There are three spots available in the East with six teams currently in contention. Atlanta and Orlando with 48 points, Red Bull with 47, Montreal with 46, and D.C. and Columbus with 44. Now, D.C. and Columbus need a lot of help. They need multiple ties from every team, losses from every team in front of them. But you do have teams like Atlanta and Orlando who are very hopeful, and Red Bull and Montreal who need just one loss with their win matched, and they will have a playoff berth here. Let me take that down. We'll go back to our regular screen. Let's talk about some uh, playoff implications here, Alex. Yeah, I mean, just, we just last night a lot of the, this has happened because the last night teams, the only team that really stepped up to help their chances were Montreal, uh, winning at home last night against Houston. Red Bull played yeah. Atlanta last night. Totally, I played them a zero-zero game. Uh, you know, so now you see where you are in the Eastern standings. Are now DC stays alive with that. Columbus stays alive with that result. Uh, now there's a battle. Uh, if you see in the standings, Rebel simple. Rebel need a tie, and they're in the first tiebreakers. Wins. Rebel would have that. Second tiebreaker is goal differential. Rebel would have that most likely. So now the Red Bull situation to tie the in. Orlando Montreal. Now the big game here is Orlando Montreal. To me, that is a, that is a thing. Montreal yes. has to win to get in automatically. Orlando needs a tie to get in. Now if uh, DC is watching this on the outside, DC is uh, needs three points to get in. So does Columbus needs three points to get in. If you look at the and the, a lot they, of help they would need. But look at now, the the one thing DC has go them. If they win, they'll have fourteen wins. They'll have more than New York. And they'll have more than Montreal if somehow they come in uh, with the same point situation. So D.C. would get that tiebreaker. Columbus only has 13 wins. So Columbus really needs D.C. to lose for them to have any kind of chance to do anything. And let's add to that. Columbus not only needs to win, they need to overtake Red Bull in goal differential, which would mean they would need to win a 4-0, 5-0 result. Red Bull would have to get get smoked. Get a win and Red Bull get smoked. So so that is not a likely scenario. I think um, if you just had to put some money on here really quick, the three teams to make it for me are the ones in the standings right now, Atlanta, Orlando, New York. Yeah, uh, Orlando scares me a little bit. They have not been playing well the second half of the season. Uh and Montreal is playing much better. I know we talked offline uh, the season. Georgia Mihailovic just having for Montreal leading league in assists. No one talks about. They're playing really well. This is going to be a tough matchup. If I'm watching one, you know, the two matchups in this in this in the East are definitely two games you're talking about. Is the Red Bull Nashville game. Now Nashville still be Nashville could get a second seed. You see the Nationals battling New York and Philadelphia for two, three, and four. You want to stay home as much as possible, and you want to avoid New York. You want to avoid New England. I think so you, you you want to stay away from that four spot. If you want the two and three, so Nashville's going to. I think Nashville's going to bring their A game to this game. And you know, if, if, uh, the way both teams are defensive, a zero zero game, Red Bull advance, and I think Nashville will be happy with that. I would not be surprised if we see a tie in this game in Red Bull advance. We're going to talk about some of those games later in our sports book predictions. I'm really excited to get into some great picks this week. But let's skip over and talk about the Western Conference because. The Western Conference has uh, two teams battling, um, I guess five teams looking for a spot there. Minnesota, Vancouver, and LA are currently above the line with Salt 
Real Salt Lake and LAFC below the line. This is any team could make it in with a win and an opponent loss. If you look, there's only two points putting LA Galaxy from uh, RSL and LAFC. So plenty of scenarios that could happen here. Teams, for the most part, only need one loss from the Galaxy and a win for themselves. They can overtake that spot. Let's talk about the Western Conference, Alex. I mean, this is wild. You look at the top three separated by one point. Uh, last night, Sporty Kansas City yeah. had a chance to leap and go to front, and they uh, they dropped the ball. I mean, they lost to Austin. I had they lost to 3-1. Uh, Rail Salt Lake had a chance to jump in the standings at home against Portland, and Portland beat them 3-1 on the road. Look, now Portland now gets to the top four spot. Great job by them. Rail Salt Lake, that was a tough loss by them. Uh, so now, like, just like you mentioned, LAFC stays alive with the results last night happened on Wednesday night. The LAFC is playing Colorado. Well, Colorado wants to win because they got a shot at the number one seed with Seattle and Sporting Kansas City. So this is wild. I mean, these so many games in the West are going to matter. Uh, Vancouver's playing Seattle, LAFC, Colorado, Minnesota, LA Galaxy. That's the big one for me. The five versus seven spot. You know that is a that um, six thirty on Sunday. That that's the game I'm going to be really eyeing on. Uh, Portland's going to be sitting tight. I know Portland's playing Austin. I know you, uh, we might talk about betting one is. I think Portland's going to sit some guys out in this because they're pretty much locked into the fourth seat. They can't get three and they can't fold the five, so they got a home field no matter what in the first round. I would expect them rest stars, but this is MLS. You never know. You know, you know, what Giovanni maybe wants to get guys in for him, you know, have to uh, th- see what the, the practices and the, any, what Gio Severasi says during the week uh, before you bet this game. That's a, that definitely should look out for that. I'm looking at LA Galaxy, Minnesota. That has a That's star a all over win. it. The yeah. winner's in. Winning in. Yeah, yeah. And now I, I don't know if you saw last week with the, the that horrific tackle on Reynoso. I think he's going to play. I mean, uh, I think it was a Sporting Kansas City. Uh, Dia, was it? The, 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 the terrible, yeah. terrible tackle. Uh uh, I think Reynoso plays Minnesota is going to be a tough out there. He goes to me, they go as far as Reynoso leads them. We have some high performance players of the week. This is the last week. We're going to talk about the best contributors in major league soccer. Let's get after it. Your I 80 sports, high performance players of the week. Sebastian Blanco scored two goals this week in a 3-1 victory over Real Salt Lake. Portland had already clinched, but this win probably gave them a first-round home game or even working their way towards that first-round buy. So Sebastian Blanco, um, his two goals mattered probably more to his team than anyone else on our list. He has four goals to assist over his last seven starts. Definitely getting hot at the right time, Sebastian Blanco. Yeah, he's the engine for, for Portland right now. It's... What, what he's done, this is a huge win they had at Salt Lake last night, 3-1 all. Because, yeah, two goals in that game. Big time, big time player stepped out in big time moments. This guy's a big time player in a big time moment, Blanco. Uh, you know, Valera's taking a step back this year. Uh, Blanco right now, coming back from his knee injury, injury where he's yeah. leading Portland right now. Uh, Portland's a dangerous team. They're quietly, you know, getting some points late in the season now in the top four in the Western Conference. When they, and especially when they play at home, they're, that's a tough place to play over there. Sebastian Blanco, when you watch the playoffs, watch him the way the, the motor he plays, the way how feisty he is. He's a 50-50 ball. He wins most of them. Uh, you know, he finds players in space. He's a good leader. What's not to like about this guy? And he's well-deserving to be on the list this week. Portland goes um, on to play Austin this week, who surprisingly has their number so far this season. Austin won 3-1 and 4-1 at home in both priors this season. This time, Portland will be at home. I do like Portland to win, but I do understand that they aren't playing for a whole lot at this point in the season. Yeah, I think, you know, they, they, they need to get ready to see who the fifth seed is and see who they'll be hosting in the first round of playoffs. If, if there's players with some knocks, I'm expecting them to sit this one out. 
Next, High Performance Player of the Week is Lucas Zellerion. The crew mm. needed to be perfect over their final three games. They were perfect over the last two so far with one game still pending. Zellerion stepped up. A goal and two assists against Orlando in a brace versus DC United. This team has MLS Cup hangover bad and is on the outside looking in. They need a miracle. We're going to talk about that a little bit more in my sportsbook segment, which is coming right up. But they have a good chance this week versus Chicago. Again, we're not going to spoil that segment, but Lucas Zellerion, when they, when the Columbus crew look for their guy, they look his way, and he has carried them over two must-win games over the past week. Just like Sebastian Berg, a big-time player, a big-time moment. You remember what he did last year in playoffs in the MLS Cup? This guy's right now, the way he's leading Columbus. Like, they, they have so many injuries this year. The way, they, even to be still alive in the playoffs, the way they are right now, Jesse Zardes, well, with MCL strain, I mean, up and down the roster, he lost defenders, he lost midfielders. I mean, it's been, the coach missed games with COVID. It's been a disaster in Columbus all year, but yeah. they're still alive. Uh, and I, you know, this guy with, I don't know if you saw some of the goals he scored in the past couple of weeks, the games you just mentioned. Highlight real goals, free kick goals from the outside, balls bending. Goalies have no chance. He's single-handedly taking Columbus on his back and bringing him right back into the playoff race. If they get in, uh, I feel sorry for the two seeded East because that is a tough foul going to be where the way Columbus is playing right now. I absolutely agree. And for this last high-performance player, I'm just going to pull up the graphic. This is from our friends over at whoscored.com. This is the game sheet for Johnny Russell of Sporting KC. He had eight straight games with a goal. He had an assist and then another goal. So that's 10 straight games finding the score sheet. Before that, he had a scoreless 90 and a goal against Colorado Rapids. So you just see all these goals here. You also see three assists over this span. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten goals in eight games. And... 12 goals over the last 12 games. Absolutely love what Johnny Russell is doing. He his per, he should have been on high-performance players multiple times this year, but he's just so consistent. We expect it. It's never a surprise. Johnny Russell, Sporting KC, would be lost without him and Daniel Shallowy this season. Nine goals nine goals in nine straight games. I mean, that's all you need to know. And right now at the hottest time of the year, just when they need him most. I know they dropped points this past this week. It was a tough loss by them. But again, he's, he contributed. It wasn't his fault. I mean, he's still, still putting goals and assists on the board. Uh, this guy, he's, the way he runs down the wing, he's been a perfect player for MLS. The fan favorite over there makes the team totally dangerous. Again, Left-footed right winger. Left-footed right winger. So many he cuts, he's you, got you that. See, you, you, yeah, I know. You see him on the right, but sometimes they'll switch up. They'll throw him on the left, throw a little curveball here. They'll switch Shalloway on the other side. All they need is Polito back. He's not there yet, so I got a little concerns about them. Maybe that's why they're not the number one seed right now. But as long as John Russell's on fire and waiter hot, he can single-handedly lead this team to go really far in the playoffs. If not the number one seed, we're going to see what happens on decision day. I love it. Let's get a little deeper into those games and talk about some sports book winners. The I-80 Sports Toll Booth, where you can find the best bets of the week. I'm just out here picking a couple games that matter. They are all... Heavy favorites this week, Alex. I'm sure you'll be proud of me. This is my last Toll Booth article of the regular season. And the first time I picked three favorite teams to win. Houston is the only team on bye week. However, surprise, they've already locked into last in the Western Conference. So there are a couple games that matter. Let's get into them. First match, the Columbus crew hosting the Chicago Fire. The pick, well, this morning, Columbus was minus 150. 
This afternoon, they were minus 200, and now they're minus 250. We don't see movement like that very much in Major League Soccer betting, and we know exactly why it moved. Now, this is an interesting match for a couple of reasons. Columbus Crew do need a miracle, but they will be playing. They don't want to go into the defending. Uh, they, they don't want to leave the season where they def- just were defending champions with a loss. I miss the bus. I miss they the want to leave with a good taste in their home fans, cr- home crowd fans. And the way they're going to do that is beating the Chicago Fire this week. Fire now. Let's talk about the Chicago Fire because they came in rough, losing seven of their last of their first nine games this season. They had a hopeful midsummer stretch for a couple of weeks, but since then they fired coach Raphael Wicke. And now there's news coming out that the fire organization lost told seven players, including six every game starters that they would not be re-signed for next season. And we expect all of those players to sit. Chicago will also be without Francisco Calvo, who will be traveling to the Costa Rican national team and Gaston Jimenez, who will be with his wife, who is soon to give birth. So possibly seven or eight every week starters will be sitting for the Chicago Fire this week. Is that um, too much to overcome, Alex? Yeah, it's too much to overcome. If, if you're listening out there, I would get right to the book right now. And before that line changes even worse, I would. It put could my be money minus down. 350 by the time. I, I, I would. I would definitely. I would definitely put my money on Columbus like right away. I mean, right now, even at minus 250, I'm already thinking it's too late. But you know, to me, this seven starters. Columbus got something to play for. Chicago does not. Interim coach. It's you know they're playing out the string. I know some young guys will be playing, playing to impress the the upper management to get a spot for next year's team. But Columbus really needs this game. Zella Ryan's healthy. Uh, take Columbus. If you're listening right now, go to the sports book and put right place your bet right now before it changes. It's going to get worse before Sunday. It may be difficult to even field a viable team. One player that I do want to watch for Chicago is their youth goalie, Gabriel Slonina. He's mm. like 17 or 18 years old. He's been playing yeah. outside of his mind, getting attention from everyone in Major League Soccer. But here, I just think the crew is going to be locked and loaded. They don't want to leave their year as defending champions on a bad note. I don't expect a miracle. I don't expect them to make the playoffs. But you still want to win your last team, uh, last game there when they just raised a banner this season. So I think Columbus, lock and load, easy bet. Yeah, Miguel Barry. Should, I'm expecting Miguel Barry to get on the score sheet too in this game. Second match we're going to talk about is NYCFC. They're hosting the Philadelphia Union. My pick is NYCFC minus 140. This match features two playoff teams vying for a top spot in the MLS Club playoff who are both excellent at home and mediocre on the road. Interesting stat I pulled up. NYCFC has averaged 2.06 points at home this season, while Philadelphia is averaging only 1.06 points on the road. Let's add to that mix. NYCFC is red hot winning their last three games, albeit against lesser opponents, DC United, Chicago, and Miami. This is their first test before the playoffs, and NYCFC is going to look to use their home field advantage to feel out their chances against the top teams in the MLS Eastern Conference. So I'm taking NYCFC at minus 140 in Yankee Stadium this weekend. Yeah, I think both teams are going to go at it because if you're the fourth seed, fourth seed, you're going to play the fifth seed and winner plays New England. You want to avoid New England second round as much as possible. You got to avoid that fourth seed between Philadelphia, Nashville, and NYCFC. One of them has got to be fourth. And, uh, uh, like just like I said, New York City playing in that band box, Yankee Stadium. Might as well take them. I know Philadelphia needs the game too because they're looking at a two seed too. 
this is a tough game to bet, but if I had to take somebody, I would take NYCFC. On, on a side note, I understand Real Madrid scouts have been in town. They're looking at Magna, the, the young 18 Brazilian kid. Yeah. I mean, now you got Real Madrid looking at MLS players, you know, Brazilian players to bring over, which is exciting stuff. I know he hasn't got much time for NYCFC, but just even hear the rumor that Real Madrid is looking at him is fantastic news for MLS. To touch on that a little bit, I think Philadelphia, you know, that's a team that uses long passes and crossing set pieces to create chances for Casper Shabilko in the box. I don't think that plays very well in Yankee Stadium. NYCFC with their short pass game playing through the middle instead of out on the wings like other major league soccer teams. I think it's going to be a slam dunk at home this week. Yeah, I'm, I would I would agree. I'm going to take NYCFC in this game again, but don't expect Philadelphia to lay down. They're they're going to play hard. They want to get that second seed. You know, and when you play in a band box, one yellow card, one red card against one team changes the whole game. So this is this is a game you definitely want to check out. Problem is, if you live in New York City area, Yes Network won't have it because of I think the Nets. So you have to go on the Yes app. I mean, again, this NYC screwing their fans, their hardcore fans, left in left. If it's right. not a Where's stadium yes and you're playing oh, a game in Hartford, you, the, you're playing last, on, a big uh, home game, phone. last game of the regular season. You got to get an app to watch the game. I mean, a decision day, really. That's what it is. I don't even know how you're going to get Shabilko's big head on that little screen. <laughs> nice one, Bob. I try. Thank you. Next up, and this is my last game for sportsbook picks for this week, Toronto FC hosting DC United. I'm picking DC United plus 130. DC United looked to be the dark horse to make the playoffs. That's before dropping three of their last four games. Now we sit here. DC United needs a win and help to make the MLS Cup playoffs, including a Red Bull uh, lost to New York and Montreal losing or tying Orlando. These three scenarios are definitely possible. So here Toronto um, is winless in their last five games. They're also second to last in the league at home. They have no home field advantage whatsoever this season. Only Cincinnati is worse at getting home points. Looking at who they're playing without, Iowa Canola, you know, Ralph Preso went down earlier this season, who I loved this year, Jefferson Soteldo. I expect Toronto to drop points at home in what could be Josie Altidore's MLS swan song. Yeah, why not? Uh, again, this is DC United needs help. Trouble scoring. I know what's-his-face. Kamara's got a little cold at the worst time, and uh, that's why DC is where they are. They drop some points, and this is where they are. They need some help. Look, Toronto, I, I don't know, you know, interim coach again, Michael Bradley, older to tooth, Altador, Pozuelo. You hear some names over there. So, you know, wh wh what lineup is Toronto going to bring out there? That's another question I have. I, I, I would think they're going to play some younger guys. You, you've seen enough of Bradley and Altador and stuff like that. Another reason why to take DC United. Uh, again, but I, I think, you know, in the end, DC United probably win this match, but it won't be enough to get in the playoffs. I'm expecting Rebels to at least get a tie in Nashville to move on. All right. I, I believe that these scenarios are possible. I think Red Bull absolutely, could oh, absolutely. lose to Nashville yes. and Montreal losing or tying Orlando. That's absolutely this is Red within Bull, DC's Red, reach. Absolutely. Red Bull's made the playoffs eleven straight years. This would be twelve if they get in, and this is the this is we're not gonna know until you know they need a result. Again, the way Nashville plays every other game is a tie, especially at home, they're undefeated. A zero zero game in that game, the way both teams play defense, I can see that happen a mile away. You never know. I mean, that's why decision day is here. It's great that all the Eastern Conference teams play on the same time on Sunday at one set, and then all the Western Conference teams play at the same time at 6.30 on, on Sunday. So there's no shenanigans. Everyone's got to try. You know, Everyone's got to go all out. You don't know the results going in. So it should be interesting. I mean, I wish MLS had a better decision day coverage of this, like a more of a 
a wraparound or something like, like this. Like a red zone like they used like to a, do. This, yeah, this, this, this is a big deal, and I don't think they're really capitalizing talking about this. This is really exciting stuff for MLS. And it it kind of reminds me like a March Madness, like lose, you're out. Like, you know, David versus Goliath. Sometimes you want to see some upsets, like, you know, for, but it is what it is. I, you know, I'll be tuned if you have ESPN. For the Plus, MLS ESPN. guys who are listening, we're available yeah. every Sunday for the, uh, if you if you want to do a, a weekly Saturday red zone kind of thing. I, I, I don't know why. The, or even a, where is the post game, all the highlights in the coverage uh, highlight show? Like you have to go on YouTube or something. It's not even on it's any on network or anything like that. I mean, something like that. With just regular fans talking about it, I think it would be a home run. But that's another story another time. Listen, Decision Day is here. It's one of the biggest days in MLS. We're all going to be into. We're going to talk about it next week. U.S. Men's Nash team. You know, you can check us out on every known outlet. We're out there, Bob. Tell us where you can watch us. Subscribe to our shows. Let us go know to iidsports.com, YouTube.com/slash/iidsports. We're on all major podcast subscribe. networks. Tell everyone to subscribe. We want subscribers. We Click want to get a thousand. Hit the bell icon so you get yes. notified when we go live. Absolutely. Don't you want? Don't you want to see my face every week? Talk about MLS. Hell yeah. Maybe not.